last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP with Galway Primary Care, is with us for our weekly Last Word in Health. We want to talk about what is called in short on medical tourism. People travelling abroad for cosmetic procedures such as liposuction, breast augmentation, hair transplantation, dental treatment. Why do they do it, Brian? Is it simply down to better price? Yeah, I, I think, um, I, uh, like I... I always think when it comes to healthcare, it needs to be affordable, accessible and quality. And unfortunately, sometimes when uh, healthcare isn't affordable and it doesn't seem accessible, patients can will be feel like they're forced to travel to get the healthcare that they need. And the concern is sometimes when people are traveling for healthcare, it's just harder to ensure the quality if there's not healthcare providers here in Ireland helping guide people through what really can be a very uh, confusing barrage of information from marketing around procedures and sometimes misinformation about the really the extent and the severity and the seriousness of some of these procedures. Things like liposuction, breast augmentation, hair transplantation, are they all available in Ireland? All of the services. So like Ireland is a very medically advanced country and there's very, very few medical services that are not available here. Um, Sometimes we don't have very many people performing uh, certain surgeries and especially for ones that there can be very high demand for. And while we consider medical tourism around kind of hair transplantation, liposuction, breast augmentation, we see a lot of people now traveling for bariatric surgery, which is a very um, important surgery. And uh, but we have a, a lot of patients who need the surgery and not enough providers for the amount of patients. So people feel forced to go abroad. And I suppose there's two things. Even when these surgeries are done to a very, very high standard, complications can occur. And if a complication occurs, you really need to be able to access your care provider for when things go wrong. And then if you travel and potentially get maybe a low quality treatment, the risk of something going wrong is much, much higher. And those consequences can be fatal, unfortunately. And there have been reports about six Irish people having died after cosmetic Mm -hmm. treatments abroad over the last two years. When people go abroad, are they covered by their private health insurance or is it something they have to pay for out of their own pocket? Um, Well, it depends. I suppose there's a lot of people and it's a very big world and there's a lot of people providing services. And it's important not to confuse um, sometimes what we call medical tourism, people traveling for really aesthetic procedures versus people uh, using um, the cross-border directive, which is a method of people accessing healthcare in other countries that will be supported here by the state. And um, people can go to Northern Ireland, England and other um, or, or, or European countries where they can actually go and pay for a surgery and then the state will reimburse them. But when that happens, it's all a very legitimate process where usually they'll be referred by a doctor here, same as we'd refer someone to a private or a public hospital here in Ireland. It just happens to be outside of Ireland and people have to travel for it. That's a very different thing from someone Googling a procedure that they think they need, seeing a very well-marketed clinic abroad 
which can look very, very professional and deciding themselves without support from a medical professional here about which clinic to go to. And unfortunately, um, that can go wrong quite often. And Tracy, what about paperwork and information? Can it be that sometimes whatever is brought from Ireland is maybe poorly translated in a foreign country or may not be full? And then on the way back, if somebody comes back with a problem, how difficult can it be for doctors back here to understand fully what might have been done in Turkey or wherever it was? Um, well, when people are generally using the what we refer to as kind of the more legitimate services, we usually have pathways. So if we have a, a hospital in Europe that we might refer patients to for, say, hip replacements, there's a well-worn path there and a very good communication process. When people find their own services, that is, you just never know what you're going to get. I've had patients who've gone overseas for bariatric service, services. They've never seen a psychologist. They've never seen a dietitian. They've had bariatric surgery and they've been sent home here to Ireland with no information of the hugely new approach they need to uh, for their diet. And they've become very unwell from nutritional deficiency. And um, even though the quality of the surgery might be very good, if people don't have that really important follow-on care from um, something very, very serious like bariatric service surgery, but a lot of patients attend for hair transplantation and many of these men need a medication to prevent further balding. And a lot of these pet men are just coming home without that good follow-on care. So even if you get a good surgery, if the follow-on care or the support around that surgery isn't good, it's not a good or safe service. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care, thank you so much for being with us. Five of five after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.